God, I feel like we haven't done this in so long. I know, we're, re- we're Rusty. getting all loose in the summer. Um, ready, Meg? Ready, G. Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Giselle. Here we are. Here we are. We've already been chatting for like an hour. I know. We had to catch up. We had to catch up. I haven't up. seen you in two weeks. I know. It's so I rude. think that might be like the long, like a, the longest. Not, maybe not ever, but like. Since you lived in the city, the longest for sure. Yeah. It's like, I didn't like it. I oh. love seeing my family, but yeah. I didn't like it. It was like, it was very disorienting for me. I felt as though things were happening, inside jokes were being said, and I was missing them. And all we've been doing for the last hour is, Catching ca- is telling you all of the inside jokes that have been made <laughs> and everything so I that know. you can be a part of them. Thank you. I do appreciate that. And I <laughs> Which is what you're going to have to do for me next week. I know. because You, you better reciprocate it. I know. But I did appreciate there were so many times where I'd be like, the, the time difference is three hours. Mm-hmm. So I'd be sitting at home, and then like you and Vera, or you, Vera, and Peter would be together, and... Because we don't have other friends. You have other friends, but <laughs> I don't really. Um, and, like, you guys would text me something, and I'd be like, oh, they thought of me. And, of course, I, I'm, like, sitting, sitting in my house, like, wow, my friends love me. It was like, yeah, there was a moment you, like, texted us, and I said to Vera, I was like, should I tell her we're at Ray's? <laughs> no, because like, I asked you guys if you were at Ray's, remember? Yeah, but I even like, Wednesday. But I didn't we were, know. Because Vera and I were at Ray's twice in 48 hours. I know, hours. it's actually kind of rude, especially... You all know that we've talked about Ray's. They got the elite booth at Ray's without the me. The booth above the bar. It's like a circular booth. Miss, We spotted Miss Roman in the booth. Miss Allison Roman herself. And we'll spot many other celebrities. The summer is ending, but Ray's is forever. I mean, yeah. I feel like Ray's is going to die eventually. For us. And when the summer's not happening? Not when the summer. I mean, Vera said this the other day. It'd be nice to go to Ray's on a cheeky winter eve. Yeah, well, didn't you say to, to run in out of the cold? Ray's is... 50% Ray's? Off? Well, first of all, everybody follow Ray's on Instagram because they may be posting a photo that I took. Oh, hell yeah. Soon. They, asked, they, asked, my, they asked my permission. They oh. said, who should we credit? Come on. I said, me. Um, <laughs> you know, Ray on Instagram, let's get it. Um, but yes, yeah, so then I realized they were following me, so I followed them That's back. That's so cool. I know, right? And, um, Nicholas and Ron, I look, like knows who you are. Yeah, totally. Not, not just because I made eye contact with him and said, hey, and he said, hey, to me <laughs> that night we were there. But um, they have all these nights where you get like half off your drinks if you're vaxxed. If you no, it's like your vax. We so, love like, their race we, standing we, for the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where were we going with this? <laughs> that we know, just that we miss each other and we love race. Yes, we do love race. And, and I do think race will die. Like, I think, yeah. like, the, the, you know, the velocity of us going to race will die, but. It might be nice to, you know, revisit. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it, it's New York's so hot in September. Yeah. So we got to yeah. live, live it up. The, that's it. That is the thing about the Elite booth, though. It was fucking hot. Really? It was like a fucking sauna, Giselle. Oh, my God. We were we were literally... Wait, this, is, this is insider tea. But we we stayed up there. We really... You, if we, you get we, the booth, you dedicate. We did. And then and then Vera was, was a feminist. And... Could never be. <laughs> not. Stepped down. And there were these two girls standing at the bar. And she was like... Hi, do you want this? She's like, I don't want to give it to these guys that have been hovering. I love that. And the girls were like, wow, you're a real one. Vera was like, yeah. And then Women power. Yeah, like, literally. I love that. Yeah. 
I hope that they really benefited. They probably met someone like fucking famous. Like, they probably were there for 15 minutes and then we're like, it's too hot. Yeah, but you guys dedicated. <laughs> we spent like an hour and a half up there. <laughs> um, no, I really appreciated the play-by-play of Rays. I felt like I was there even from across the country. Yes. Did you have a good trip? I did. I had a great trip. I got to go to San Diego for a bachelorette party that was really fun. Evie, I got to hang out with Evie. She oh, listened to the pod. I know she listened. She talked to me about the pod while we were Aww. there. Um, she's moving close to a... us, so you'll probably meet her. Where's she moving? Pennsylvania. Hi, Evie. Oh, I'm telling hi. your whole life on the podcast. Yes. But thanks for listening, and also... Shout out, as always. Yes. Um, also, Claire, you listen to, we talked about you, and I miss you, so hi, Claire. Um, we were in acapella today. No, no, we weren't. We were in s'mores together. LOL. Sorry, Claire. Um, and yeah, that was fun. And also got to hang out with my family, which was really great. See them. And now Marianne I'm back. Smith took some cute-ass photos of you in a tennis outfit. I know. I have another set of photos coming soon. The last of, of the Arizona of series. Um, but yeah, but I'm really glad to be back. I like, got back today and I had like just a good holiday, a good rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I was productive today and now I'm with my friends and I feel good. Good. And I'm, I'm ready glad. to talk about I'm all the things. I'm glad to hear that. And how could I not have the best Monday ever without recording I'm screaming? I know, right? Should we dive in? We should dive in. What do we want to do first? Because I feel we've done these out of order a little bit. Um, I feel should we, we take it from the bottom up? Okay. Like, before Go Girl Go That's Nothing. Okay. Like, bottom up. Does that make sense? Yes. So, both of us have been delving into television. Not that it's like, yes. yours isn't as old, and it's still current. Right. And honestly, mine isn't, mine is in the news and talked about. Yeah. But both of us have finally completed and or watched, finally, um, seasons of television that we've been told to. Of seasons past. Of seasons past. Yes. And um, for me, I completed all six seasons of Sex and the City. Which is so iconic, but also, honestly, Meg, so shocking to me that this is your first time watching it. I know. I like, mean... it's such a show I feel like you would watch. But also, maybe, it's, I feel like it's a show that glorifies New York, you know what I mean? So maybe native New Yorkers are, like, not as hype about it. But also, I was obsessed with Friends and Gossip Girl. For a native New Yorker. Wendy Williams is shaking <laughs> in her motherfucking boots right now. No one opens the door. Yeah, but that was, like, our age group, no? What? Gossip Girl. Yes, totally. But, like, I, I mean, I like when I was home, like, not this past weekend, the weekend before, my mom was watching some episodes with me when I was finishing up season six. I and she was, like, she was like, I watched this. She was like, but never, like, religiously. And mm-hmm. she's like, sometimes I enjoyed it. It was, like, on TV. It. Yeah. But, like, so it wasn't. And also, like, I guess, like, it's a little mature. mature totally. Guys. I remember it used to be on E, like, E. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I, this is a fun fact about me. When I, I think I've told you this, but when I was young, I had a TV in my room, but, like, yeah, my mom would always, like, I like to, like, go to sleep with the TV on, but if I did that, my mom would make me put on, like, the Christian channel, like, TBN, like, fully, like, religion <laughs> channel, so I, like, to fall asleep, too, if I yeah. wanted the TV on, but of course, like, I would, uh, she would, like, leave my room, and I'd wait, like, 10 minutes, and then I'd switch the channels to what I wanted to watch, which was usually, like, right. VH1 and E! News, because, you know, as we all knew, we all watched, like, Flavor of Love and The Surreal Life and all these shows when we were younger, like, somehow. And Sex and the City used to always be one that was on E. Um, but I was I was young enough for that show that I, like, was watching it, but I, like, didn't know what they were talking about. But also they bleep out a lot of stuff on Sex and the City on, like, national television. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Because on HBO. It's just interesting because, like, my parents, like, I watched Titanic with my parents when I was, like, seven. Yeah. Like, and, but also then I've my, mom, my mom hated 
would never let me watch Rugrats because she thought that Angelica was a bad influence because <gasps> she was so mean. Oh, my God. I've heard that from people before. Right? But then, like, Titanic. Yeah. I was never allowed like, to say the word funk. My mom, like, my mom, like My mom word. hates hated when I said suck. Okay. Like, it's, this sucks. She okay. Like, that doesn't sound nice. Yeah, right? Which, it, I guess it parents, doesn't. Parents are great, I mean, these things. I guess my mom sometimes listens, so if you're listening, mom, I'm just saying the truth. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying any shade, but um, but yeah. So Sex in the City was never really on my radar. Um, Your thoughts and feelings about it. Thoughts and feelings. A retrospective. A retrospective. So it took me a while. I started. Yeah, it, I feel like you were really swift at the end. At the end, I came came in like a wrecking show, ball. No, it's it's twenty episodes in season or eighteen. Oh, it's split up between. Five, a. five is eight. But some, it's like 6A and 6B, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, like, in the beginning, I was slow, and I was like, oh, this is stupid. And, like, a lot of it hasn't aged well. Oh, absolutely in not. Anyway. Um, but then I'd get into these modes where I'd, like, watch ten episodes. And you like get attached. And you get attached. When the storyline is good, like, it's good. Because sometimes there's, like, you know relationships are usually what fueled it but that like was an arc and I feel like those when it was like continuous you knew things were happening in something you could like keep watching mm-hmm. it but sometimes the one-off episodes you're like the book yeah and I have my friends from work who are like obsessed with it and they're always referencing it so I was like okay I gotta watch the show and now with the reboot and just like that coming out hopefully at the end of the year they've been filming it all over Miss I mean Manhattan, I see it everywhere all over Miss Manhattan um I was like okay now is a good time I also just finally moved to the city yeah like and whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and I was lucky that Vera came over and we watched like the last like six episodes together. Yeah. And it was really nice. But I think at the end of the day, it's a show about friendship. And Definitely. that is where my heart was like moved by it when like there were the moments of like real like bond and just like it wasn't about the guys. Obviously, that's like the tagline, right? It's like we said this a lot, like, you know. They said it. Like, they were like, what if guys are just, like, people to have fun with and our girlfriends are our soulmates? And, like, I love that. I agree. So I think it was, like, a really, like, I think it was a good time for me to watch it. I think I really enjoyed it. And I think I we still, Beer and I still have to finish the movie because we fell asleep. Yes. Um, but now it's going to be exciting to have the reboot, same way we have um, Gossip Girl every week on HBO Max, which we didn't well, put on our list, but we should talk about Gossip oh, Girl. Oh, yeah, we should have talked about that. But it'll be nice, like, because Gossip Girl's not coming back now until October, they said, yeah, or something, November. Right we should definitely talk and, about Gossip Girl. Um, and it'll be nice to have another weekly thing. I agree. I think, like, you're so right. Like, I, you know, it made me believe that like, it's nice to have, like, the dichotomy of like you know every show you watch a lot is like about 20 something year olds in new york like having their relationships and doing all this like crazy ass shit right Right. but it's like nice to have people who are like 30 pushing 40 like living their lives because it's like it's true not everyone is like has their shit together has this like boyfriend girlfriend partner it's it's just so different you know and it's like and it's like such a unique thing sorry 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 i I'm a little sick, and I don't have COVID, but I have a cough, and I just felt a cough coming on, so I just took a swig of cough medicine, and that's why Giselle's laughing. Um, um, <laughs> because I it know. looks funny. It was funny. Also, on my work call today, I almost choked to death on a cough drop. So Maggie is coming back to life slowly. Oh, we're trying. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just like love that. And I watched this. I watched Sex in the City right before I came to New York, of course, because I, you know, 
I'm that kind of person. I obsess. So then I just like need to have, well, only watch things that have to do with New York. Right. Um, but it does. It like glamorizes, glamorizes it in like ways that I felt like I didn't need to attain, but like makes it feel fun and like lighthearted in ways that I felt like I could do. Right. Which I loved. Yes. And it is about friendship. Like it just makes you grateful for the people in your life. And like, even though they're messy as hell, like we're all messy a bit. Right. And it's like, okay, that we're, you know, 26 and 27 and we have a lot of our shit together, but not all of it. But they're 37. So. And they have less than us, maybe. Right. <laughs> I mean, they've got some high power jobs, but well, really only Samantha. Yeah, and Miranda. And Miranda. And Miranda. Charlotte. How did you feel about Charlotte's arc? Vera and I both have decided that we love Charlotte now. Yeah, we love Charlotte and Charlotte. Name, right? Charlotte in the movie is like living her best fucking life. I love Charlotte. And so happy. Oh my god. No, we love Charlotte. And have you guys seen yeah. the woke Charlotte memes? No. There's it's really on. There's an Instagram account that like takes like screen grabs of Charlotte because like on the show she was like you know not really woke. Yeah. But they like overlay text of her saying like woke things oh i love it's that. like really funny i, I think it's called that. like woke charlotte but like that's the idea it's like if charlotte were in you know 2021 like what would she say well we're about to find out i know i'm excited soon. i'm very interested to see what they do i mean like as i guess we can kind of segue into gossip girl as we talk about this yeah like, let's but i mean do you want to mention survivor before we move on oh yeah well i feel like it needs its own moment oh yeah I feel like I, I have to finish the Gossip Girl thought. Yes, let's do that. And then I will gush over my newfound love. Okay. The only Gossip Girl thought I have, well, first of all, the whole, we, the season, part one, was insane. Um, but I think it's just like, and we've, I, I mean, the question is like, has there been a successful reboot? Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's just so hard because it's like with Gossip Girl, it's like a whole new cast, but they're trying to continue the Gossip Girl premise, but it's like not working. I mean, it's working, but like not really because like, it's just outdated. Like the idea of Gossip Girl can't really exist when social media exists. You know what I mean? Um, but with this new Sex in the City reboot, like, I think I'm just going to go into it knowing it's going to be corny and cheesy and just like love it for that. Cause like, I think Vera and I were talking about it and it was like is it going to have more than one season? Like, I kind of almost hope it's just kind of this, like, little limited thing. Yeah. Whereas Gossip Girl is obviously trying to set up. You We're know, about to have, like, like, six seasons Zoya's fucking 15 and, like, Julian's 16. Like, they still have two more years of high school at least. Which is fucking insane. Like, Zoya does not, like, they look older than me. Literally. Gossip Girl, how did you feel about the, the part one finale? Us. Okay, so spoilers for the finale of part one of season one of Gossip Girl, which is, yeah. I guess, how they're doing this. Um, they sprung it on us that there were only six episodes and now we don't get more until like October or November. Um, I would say that I think it's finally hitting its stride in, in within itself. Like I, yeah. it's still not as good. Like it's never going to be the old gospel. Right, totally. It's never going to hit that. It's, you know, it's its own thing. So I'm trying to, trying to look at it as its own thing now for the most part, even though, as you said, like it's ridiculous. It's annoying. They're trying to perpetuate this I'm with you. thing and the teachers are just like, I could not care less about them. Um, but looking at it as its own thing, there was finally plot. There was finally, like, some motivations behind the characters. There was finally, like, actual drama that I care about. Like, not, you know, social media drama. It's like, oh, like, Zoya and Obi's, like, oh, like 
Zoya's meeting Obi's mom and she doesn't like her, you know? Like Totally. And it's like, oh, why? Well, because Zoya kind of acted like an asshole as much as, like, maybe I agree with, like, what she yeah. was saying. It's just, like, you don't go to that dinner and do that. Right. I think, And like, then, yes, Obi is spineless, but also, like, <laughs> you're out to dinner, like, with your boyfriend's mom and also, like, you guys have been fighting and also... It's just... It's so messy. Yeah, I think... This Gossip Girl, in my opinion, which obviously I'm going to keep watching, struggles from two things. And it actually has nothing to do with the first Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. The first thing it struggles from is terrible acting. I'm sorry. The acting is so bad. Who, and, who do you think is the best actor? Audrey? Uh, I don't even think her. Like, I don't even low think... Low-key, Monet. Low-key. But she wasn't even in the... No, but, like, I think she, like, her character is clearly defined and, like... I mean, Zoya? Thomas Doherty. Oh, fuck! Yeah, he's the best actor. Duh. <laughs> Sorry. Of course, Vera's here, and she is prompting me that I missed a messed up, and Thomas Doherty is the best actor. But he also, is. He's like, a fucking moment, but, like, yeah, he's the best actor. 100%. 100%. And also, his storyline story is actually kind of interesting, even though I don't love the whole, like, grooming teacher thing. Like, I feel like it's been done in every no. fucking show. Zoe's like, also not we that did it. We She's did it in Riverdale. We did it in all these shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's been done before. But I, I enjoyed that there was, like, a firm, like, from him this episode towards the teacher. Like, I'm not going to have sex with you again. Rafa. Like, Rafa, thank you. That, like, I won't be sleeping with you again, and I, if I hear that you're sleeping with any more students, they won't be either. Right, okay. Like, that so was this, iconic. This brings me into my second point about um, the show. So, like, the acting is bad. Yes. Evan Mock being the absolute worst actor I maybe have ever witnessed in the 21st century. What, what was so his, mo- his most iconic line from last week? I'm not gay, I'm bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> I was dead. I was, like, not this like it's actually his so, father outing him on national television and he says i'm not gay i'm bisexual it's so pain- <laughs> into the throat. it's so painful to watch the second thing it, it i think that they should have done like of course i being an intense and professional screenwriter i would have preferred this first six season or episode arc to just tell like integrate the backstories of the characters into the series which i kind of feel like the old gospel girl kind of did that's like, what the, yeah exactly. we under we got that like the reason that Blair and or like the reason that Serena left is because her and Nate fucked. Like, but we like see that happen. You know what I mean? Like on the also show. we know the we reason get the, why the Blair, party. Yeah, the reason why Blair is so is so mean is because like she has so many insecurities and her mom is like awful to her and she's an eating disorder and like right. And Serena also like was a party girl and, and we like, get Dan going to her party and we see that he's obsessed with her for yeah. a reason. Like we understand these things and I really wish like the epi- like the episodes if they had titles it was like we would have gotten like. You Julian. Know, a Julian episode. Soya. A, an Audrey and, what's his name? Aki episode. Yeah. Like, a Max episode. A Monet and Luna. Who the f- I love her. I like her because I like, I think she's beautiful. Luna like, or Monet. But, but, no, Luna. I know who Monet is more than Luna. Who is Luna? Like, I... Well, I did read Joshua Safran, who's, like, the showrunner or whatever, who did the original Gossip Girl yeah. as well, said that you're going to get Aki, Luna, and Monet backstory in the second half. But I'm also like, what? Like, how did they only film six episodes? Yeah, and it's just like, and we're, and the thing with Monet's character is like, she's annoying, but like, at least we're seeing motivation. Do I understand it because she's so fucking rich, but also is like pissed off at Julian for not being a fucking socialite and her brand? Her brand. My Ta- brand. Taking care of her. My brand. Taking care of her brand. I couldn't deal. Um, But yeah, I just think Gossip Girl struggles from, as I said, bad acting and no backstories. And 100%. I think that's absolutely like, also it, like, that basically- get Tavi Jensen off my motherfucking screen. I'm so sorry. 
Tavi, you were an iconic 13-year-old fashion blogger. Oh, no. I gave Rafa the Instagram password. Like, she's the worst. <laughs> she's actually the worst. So he deleted the video before we could post it on Gossip Girl. <laughs> she's the worst. I like the Not te- a good actor. I like the teacher, the, the brunette teacher more. The curly-haired woman. Oh, yeah. She's, she's iconic to If me. she was Gossip Girl, I might enjoy it. No, I love her. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder how the, where the show's going. Because, like, there's no way that Tavi Jensen can be Gossip Girl for the next I do enjoy, I enjoy right now, post this episode six, spoilers, where it ended. Obsessed with Julian and Obi at the protest making out. Yeah, oh yeah. There's not enough sex. That's the third thing. There's not enough sex. Honestly, like, it's a motherfucking HBO. If I'm not seeing as an insecure Issa and Kendrick Sampson fucking in a in a Ferris wheel? What about the... Then um, I don't want it! What about the Jay Ellis Issa sex scene at the end in, in season anything. five? On the couch? Any the montage? Scene. Anything. Little Jay Ellis in the threesome with Haley Kiyoko? Yes! Do you remember Let's, that? Yes, of course I remember. <laughs> like, How could I fucking forget that? Literally anything. But there's no... Even like in the threesome, all we got was some light making out. Yeah, it's not just, enough! It was like dot and dot, dot, dot kind of thing. It's not enough. The CW gave us more. Literally Blair and Chuck in the motherfucking like... Uh, Limo. Limo in the like uh, club with all the like Nate and Nate and Blair in the pool. Elite also on Netflix giving yeah, us. Yeah, I'm just like I'm trying to understand what's happening because we all know these people are not actually 15 and 16. They're None like of them. They're all. Let's get it together. Yeah, please. Euphoria is giving us more. <laughs> Much more. Absolutely. Why be on HBO if you're not going to? The give White it to Lotus us? is giving me more. Why be on HBO? <laughs> I'm asking real questions. Sex in the City gave us more 10 years ago. 20 years ago. It's... It's just... It's just... I don't know. Not that we're like horn dogs or anything. No, but but come on! Be realistic. Like, let's... It's Gossip Girl. Like, don't play with me. Don't play with me. Also, the way that they promised that it was like sexier and like all this stuff, like, you know, darker, like... Also, I'm sorry, no one really has chemistry. Because they're all bad actors. No, it's that it's just like the worst. Like, Except Max has chemistry with everyone. Against everyone else's will. I know. He's <laughs> as we said, he's carrying the show. Who got the variety cover? <laughs> Thomas Doherty. Yep. Dove Cameron is sad. Yeah, but apparently, did you hear? <gasps> Dove Cameron is reportedly gonna be in the Wicked movie. Oh wait, we did know this, right? Yeah. She keeps posting with like, um what's his name? Jordan Fisher. Yeah. Clown. Clown. She's gonna be cool that. Clown of High School Musical, the musical show fame, and Dear Evan Hansen fame. Yeah. Lies. Okay, should we move on? Yes. Oh, Survivor. Yeah, yeah, All I wanted to say is that the show that I've been watching that we kind of, like, preface in the beginning is Survivor. I watched Survivor, David versus Goliath, and all I have to say is that I'm late to the motherfucking train. Survivor is iconic. I can't go on that show because I would fail. I would be too trusting. People would manipulate me. But you'd, like, become a legend. Thank you. You'd be because you'd be I would want the day people be because people would be like, oh my god, just all so iconic. I would try to be funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean this the personalities were insane. Um, the lines were great. I can't wait to watch this new season that's apparently airing, you've told me. In September, What's yeah. The we don't know. Okay. We don't know anything really about it necessarily. But it's it stays the same pretty much. There's idols, there's challenges. For the most part, yes. And there's always a jury at the end. There might be things that are a little different because of COVID for this one, but Oh yeah. Um, but hopefully it's just like a nice fun season with all new people. I'm excited. You know, cause a lot of the really good seasons are ones where they bring back really good players. Yeah. But like David vs. Goliath was like the first one 
in a, like a series of like new player seasons where it was like really iconic characters. Yeah. That, like people wanted to come back and like that, like it was really exciting and like there were so many. And there was like a good plot line. Like the Davids yeah. versus the Goliaths was just like a clear like, point. Yeah. Like I was saying last night, like it was actually like they couldn't have staged it better. No. Um, that like. Natalie. Can I. Natalie. Can I have your jacket? Natalie, can I, can I please have your jacket? Natalie, is there any way that I could have your jacket? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Mike White, who wrote The White Lotus, yes, ended last King. night. I saw a great tweet that was the just the clip of Angelina and Natalie, and Mike's there because he was in that tribe. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it's just the clip of that, and you see Mike with his hands, head in his hands <laughs> and then he looks up like this, and he, the caption is just, "You can actually see the moment that Mike White started writing The White Lotus." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so because The White Lotus. I mean, like. I saw a tweet also that was like, I would love for someone with more time than me to like write about the theme, how Mike White like integrated the theme his to his season yeah. into the White Lotus because it's basically about you like finish it. I did. I watched okay. the finale aired I last only night. I watched the first episode. I need to. And I watched it last night. Um, it, love it's is a for, show. What's her name? Alexandra Daddario, Sydney no. Sweeney. That and Brittany Grady, who Brittany I watched Grady. on Star. Yes. Iconic. And she was also on the Sarah Bareilles Apple TV show, Little Voice. Oh, honestly, that Sarah nobody Bareilles watched. Wait, she's coming back. I know, and she's going to be in it. I love it. I, I've never I, seen it. Oh, I would like to go. I love Waitress. Yeah. And I think I'm, like, in the minority with that. But, like, yeah, I Vera love doesn't Waitress. like it. I love Waitress. Vera. Um, <laughs> but, I yeah, no, I love like it for Loki all of them. I think love Sarah Bareilles, actually. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, Girls 5 ever. A great show. That I literally paid for Peacock for. Me too. I, <laughs> I'm still actually technically paying for Peacock yeah, because I forgot, Sean, I forgot to cancel it. He asked my Peacock lock. <laughs> <laughs> and I had one. Don't you worry. <laughs> but um, because the White Lotus is just all about like these like really fucking rich like um, awful like people come to this resort in Hawaii and like ruin the lives of the staff. And it's all like about like, you know them versus us like yeah. us like the rich versus like the plebeians but uh I love it yeah it was really so much good, it was good. yeah so much good TV um what else do we have on our list well, that was our number five which was more TV we have rediscovered so our number four is Outer Banks Outer Banks we did promise that we were going to recap season two of Outer Banks so from here on out if you didn't watch it we're gonna spoil it because we have to. Because there's too much fucking shit that went down. It's just so ludicrous. Is that a word you just said? Ludicrous? I feel like you said ludicrous and I wanted to say ludicrous. Did I say Vera ludicrous? said ludicrous. <laughs> it's ludicrous. Um, at first it was like, I, because the thing with Outer Banks, it's like, you know those memes that like have the handshaking and you have like the agree memes? Mm-hmm. It's like me and Outer Banks agreeing that this is so unrealistic. Yeah. Like, insane. Yeah. Like, in the first episode, I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then you just have to, like, go with it. I watched it on the plane yeah. when I was going to mm-hmm. San Diego. And you have nothing else to do but be invested in Outer Banks when you're on a plane, yeah. of course. Also, you know, I have bad flight anxiety, so I needed something to really distract yeah. me. And it's just so weird and stupid. <laughs> and can I say something? Yes. I the the slave narrative I couldn't do. Oh no! I mean, that's when they I, introduced that, I was like, "Are they going there with this?" Yeah, that Pope is descended from the slave. So if you guys haven't watched or you don't plan on watching Outer Banks, one of the, there's one black character in Outer oh. Banks who's actually hot. Yeah, oh, like hot, got hot, very hot. hot. Like it was yeah, 
I was like, yeah. okay, it's her. Um, you know he's dating or was dating the girl, the lead character in Off My Block, On My Block, Sierra, what, yes. Sienna, whatever her name is. Yeah, I did see that. Love that. But so his character and his narrative in this whole show, which first of all, side note from this, what I'm about to say, I couldn't deal with the the key him romance. Well, like, key it was is, so annoying. Key is the villain of the show for me. No, key in key in next season, she's fully gonna try to be with JJ, and I can't deal with that. But they so should annoying. just put her with JJ from the beginning of season two. Like, the whole her being with Pope thing. Like, she didn't want to be with Pope. No, it's annoying. It was just a rebound from fucking John B. And I mean, like, can we just say the season would have been a lot shorter if Key hadn't stood up on that roof and been like, No, bitch. Murderer! Bitch, Key was killing me this season. Yeah, you just mad that I fucked a Pogue. I did fuck a Pogue. I'm like, bitch. I should have saw Not her. Not fighting with the mom, the white mom. I was like, You're just so is- worried that I'm going to fuck a Pogue like you did. Well, guess what? I already did. <laughs> okay, but side note. So Pope's whole thing is like, they're trying to clear John B's name. Because, because John, even though John B is technically assumed, presumed lost at sea. Yes, from the last episode but of the first season. he steals a maid's phone and he texts a he texts the group chat yeah. of the Pogues back home. Of course. And then sends a selfie of him and Sarah being like, hey, we're in um, the Bahamas. Before Sarah proceeds to get shot by her brother. Yeah. Rafe. Rafe is Rafe. so scary. People <laughs> on TikTok are thirsting over <gasps> Rafe. And Ew, it's the upsetting. world is so scary. It's so upsetting. No, don't let There's everyone. There's so many I can fix him narratives about Rafe. Let's not, let's not thirst over an actual psychopath. Not only did he shoot his sister. He will sister, literally try to strangle you. He shot his sister. Shot his sister. And then he tried to drown her. No, that's what I'm saying. Topper! <laughs> you won't love me. You love the idea of me. Topper. Um, but yeah, so back to Pope. I'm so sorry. But Pope's narrative and trying to clear John B's name. He gets this letter because he like, as we all remember from the first season, he loses like his scholarships or whatever. Because he leaves the scholarship interview to go... Ha- Try and find the gold from the royal. Yeah, merchant. all this shit about John B. That's all to waste because <laughs> his dad's alive. But um, <laughs> spoiler: everyone's we dad's alive. Everyone's um, dad is alive. If you think someone's dad's dead, they're actually alive. Yeah. So he goes <laughs> to this weird woman's house, who apparently is she, injured. I don't know how. She has some. She has like a disease. Oh, yeah. She's like dying. Okay. Well, sorry <laughs> to okay. that. Sorry and to that she lady. Thinks, well, she. The reason she wants. Because the gonna cross is because there's supposed to be some sort of shroud, some right. religious shroud that can perform miracles. So very a la Lovecraft Country. Yes. Like bit. there's the narrative that this white woman is like descendants of like slave owners and the slave who has hidden the cross, has all the secret properties, has the gold, is the literal fucking descendant of the only black character on the show. Yeah. And right. so when he goes to talk to her about this, she's basically like, like being like, you know what's going on because you are the descendant of like, this slave. He's like, what? And she's like trying to, it's just and so. And then she tries to kidnap him. Meg, the slave narrative, I was like, you. No, when, I we, when we voice noted about this after you finished that, the first thing I said to you, I was like, the slavery thing. Like, Outer Banks, like, let's do less. I went there. That was a lot for me. And then the whole entire plot just kept being about Pope trying to, like, free, like, his family's legacy. And then they they dug up the grave of the wife of the slave. Yeah. Like... Well, it wasn't them. The Pogues didn't. Right, but no, no, no. But and then, then the Pogues, like, found laid it. her back to rest, like, respectfully. But then in the end, they don't it. even get the cross. 
They don't get the cross. They don't get the gold. All they get is fucking marooned on a random island. How many islands are there off of Outer Banks, North Carolina? Is that where Outer Banks is? Yes! I didn't know. And then they, they get that black, other black woman. So now we have two, three black characters. Vera's asking, a white woman is descended no, Pope of slave is black owners. Boy. And the slave owners. The white woman is de- the descendant of the slave yeah. owners. I mean, white. the way that the, these episode descriptions... Episode one, John B. tries to evade capture as he zeroes in on the gold, but a promise to Sarah may derail his plans. His friends face life without him back home. Loki John B. is annoying. John B. is annoying, but also, like, honestly, the most annoying character to me was Key this whole season. She, yeah, she is annoying. And it sucked because, like, I always, you know me, I always try to root for black people. Right. But she was so... They, they just wrote her character poorly. Yes. And then it was like, immediately, they get back. Like, Sarah and John B. get back. John B. gets arrested. He's facing the death penalty. Then the death Sarah's, penalty, Megan? Sarah's dad... Sarah's dad... Getting jumped in bribes, prison, Megan? Sarah's dad bribes a cop to bribe an inmate to kill John B. in prison. After getting the death penalty. And as that's happening, JJ steals an ambulance yeah. to try and break John B. out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've never seen her laugh this hard in my life. <laughs> it's, no, it's... And then John B. is just like, gets to go free, drives back to the house. And then Sarah and John B. immediately start having problems the minute he's out of jail. Of even though they got fake married on the boat. Not getting fake married. They got married on the boat yeah. on the way back from the Bahamas, I believe it was, right? Mm-hmm. To the Outer Banks. Yeah. Oh, no, to Charleston. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what else happened? Then Sarah's dad, it finally comes out that, like, him and Rafe were the ones who killed the sheriff. Again, right. another, the only, like, black then woman on the show. Then he fakes his death. And then he blows up the boat, fakes his death. That was insane. And then Sarah and John B. break up because John B. wasn't sad that Sarah's dad died. Who literally trying to kill Sarah's him. Sarah's dad, who has tried to kill him and killed his dad, killed Supposedly. his dad, quote unquote. And then Sarah's like, back with Topper. Topper. Topper was annoying this season. What was his point? I mean, I almost wish, like, they would have given Topper more to do because he did save Sarah from being drowned by her brother. True, true. But then he wasn't around. Also not the wife of... of Rose, all of a sudden, with a narrative... Not giving Rose a narrative. But no. Not Rose poisoning Sarah. That I knew was happening too. I was like, yeah, bitch, don't drink from the tea. You're dumb, Sarah, Sarah Cameron. She didn't even like her. Sarah Cameron was annoying the whole time too. Like, yeah. bitch, your dad is in fucking sane. Yeah. Stop trying to believe him. Well, she's finally kind of, I think, figured it out. I really thought After he tried to kill her too? For a second, I thought they were going to get the cross in the lifeboat. But then JJ, like, gets hit and we think he's, like, dying. But of course, JJ would never die. Do you know people have been bullying the actor who plays JJ's girlfriend on social media? And he had to, like, come out and be like... Who's in, like, a a production assistant? Stop bullying my girlfriend. But I think she, like... Did she say something? I don't even know. Oh, did she? I don't know. I think we... Oh, okay. I thought it was literally just because, like, crazy fans being in love with her. Maybe that, but also I think she said something like... Or I think she was a bully. A bully! I'm a bully! I am a bully. (laughs) My brand is a bully. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Outer Banks. Listen, though. I think it was more entertaining than season one. Season two. 100%. It was wild, as you you have heard. But it was more entertaining than season one. Oh, I was in it. Once I got going, 
I was very much in the. In, and all in of a sudden, John B's in prison. And but I mean, I can John predict B next season. Die. Like, we're gonna have to find out John B's dad's alive, and then also like Key or Pope and that black girl. What's her name? Okay. I don't even remember. There. I like her. Yeah. I loved her actually. She was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. But like, they're gonna somehow get together, and then Key's gonna be jealous, and then she's gonna try. And to they're fuck all JJ. gonna couple up. It's just like all so much. All the Pogues are gonna have girlfriends. It's too much. But yeah, that's Outer Banks for you. Another show about white people that I watched. <laughs> white people having white people problems. Something I didn't say about the White Lotus, which I should say, another oh, show about white people. Yeah. But Net- Natasha Rothwell. Oh, I love her. Fucking She's brilliant, yeah. and she had the best, the best like, obvious, like honestly, like most devastating scenes last night in the finale. But she's so good. She's fabulous. I'm so glad that like we got to see a little bit more. Of I love her. her. You know. Okay, okay shall on we? To the next exhausting topic. The Bachelorette. <laughs> Um, is over finally. Bachelor in Paradise is on tonight. First episode. Is it really? Yeah. I know they don't even oh, give us a fucking paradise. week to breathe. They don't step off our necks. Knocking on heaven's door. I have a hard time watching all of Paradise. Yeah, I, you know me. You know how I, you know what kind of Bachelor watcher I am. But I'm. I watch I'm, the first episode. I watch an episode in the middle. Usually hometowns or the one before, and then I watch the finale, and I'm done. Yeah. And I feel great about that. Did you watch the finale last week? I did. Yeah. So, as every as was teased, as was spoiled, as was on the internet, Greg Grippo of Edison, New Jersey. Fame. Fame. Um, left. <laughs> Him and Katie had a big old fight because he was upset. Listen, there's a lot Listen. of there are a few there are a few perspectives here. I can see multiple sides of this argument. Right. I think that Katie got wrapped up in being the Bachelorette for sure. Yeah. Was worried about her narrative. Was super worried about, like, that whole thing that happened with Thomas. I don't know if you saw it, where she, like, called his name to give him a rose, but then sent him home to be, like, she, like, called him up and she goes, like, you are unkind and selfish and I would never want my husband. Like, she was trying to have that, like, Hannah B moment with the pedestal where she moved it around Luke. She was just really, I think at the end of the day, she got really wrapped up in, like, the narrative of it all and wasn't actually there. Like, listen, she's engaged to Blake now. I hope they're very happy in Canada. Yeah. Have fun. But, um, but yeah, Greg had a freak out because he said he bared his soul to her, basically, and was like, you fill a hole in my heart. I love you. Like, whatever. And she said, I love looking at you. It was bad. It was not good. No, it's terrible. It was not good. And then... When he came to her to like, could you imagine? I would literally, I would, literally, pass away. I would, I would I actually would, crumble. I would quite literally pass away. Crumble. And like, I don't like this man. This man, Greg, is is hot. I think, and I think he needs therapy because you know what? He was on Nick Vile's podcast and he said that his dad died, and then he went to a therapist and he got really close with the therapist, and then the therapist died. <gasps> oh no! So he needs therapy. Lots of it. Anyway. I don't think him and Katie were meant to be together, but I think, like, if she wanted to end up with him, she would have told him she loved him when he came to her and he was like, I'm leaving because you are only concerned about, like, me getting a rose and, like, the numbers, like, the rankings of the men here. He definitely shouldn't have spoken to her the way that he did. He got, like, upset and angry, and that was not okay. And then on After the Final Rose, he said he had no regrets, and so then she came out and she basically tried to obliterate him. And it wasn't a good look for her because she looked bitter. But also, if a man who, like, hurt my feelings went on national television and said, no, I don't have any regrets, 
I would also be upset. Yeah. So there are no, there's no like right and wrong. There's like two like. I know. People I'm just who are like, both right and wrong. And justice for Justin. Because let me tell you, that man gave us facial expressions. That man gave us reactions. That man gave us. We'll see him on Paradise season. Maybe next year, yeah. Maybe next year. And I mean, him and Andrew S. and Greg were all out in uh, Hell's Kitchen on Saturday night. Oh, I love that. They're like besties. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Can I be honest with you and the listeners? Mm-hmm. My thing with The Bachelor, and I have not been shy on this podcast, I can probably guarantee you that I'll watch every episode of Michelle's season. I'm just tired of watching white people. I'm so sorry. Like, I am. Like, it's exhausting for me. I'm exhausted. I watched all of Hannah B season, and it truly, truly drained me, because then she said the N-word, like, three weeks later. You know, I'm just like, and Katie, it's not even that Katie's bad. I'm just, like, kind of over the, like, well, you know, the, she, like, pseudo-woke white woman trying to, like, be the bachelor and, like, have a narrative, and it's just exhausting, and, like, we all know she's going to pick this, like, person in the end. Like... And I'm not shading people. Like, I get The Bachelor's great TV, whatever. I'm just, like, getting to a point where, like, sometimes I just, like, want to watch black people, people of color, anyone else, anything different. I'm just getting exhausted a bit. I'm getting a little bit of fatigued. I watched all of Tasha's season, as you know, week, every week. Couldn't care less about Claire. And it's not even because, like, it is because they're white, but also because, like, it's just, like, can we get anything? I didn't watch Matt James' season because he annoyed me, but. Black women. I'm just rooting for black women. And Katie is nothing against her, but She's I just, annoying. it's just, she was annoying. Also, and you know, like, she went on, she went on Nick Vile's podcast and her he, asked her, he asked her to name uh, four countries in Africa and she couldn't do it. Of course. I mean, many people probably couldn't do it, but still, and the optics of that. Zero and it was even that. like, he was even like, I understand, like, you're, I just put you on the spot here. Like, also, not Nick Vile asking that, Loki. Not me having a renaissance with Nick Vile, though. Yeah, no, it's bad. It was bad. And also, like, she also had a, people came for her, and she had, like, a very, like, white fragility um, response. On 100%. 100%. And it's, not that, like, we need to cancel her for it or whatever. But she's not. also, like, she ended up being fucking annoying on the show. Yeah, it's just, like, I'm, and this is my own And she, like, stance. misdefined gaslighting on the finale. Oh, my God. I did see so many people on TikTok I will say Caitlyn and Tasha were excellent. Oh, look. They were great. And I really have a newfound love for Caitlyn Bristow. I know she's, like, not perfect either, but her and Tasha seem to be, like, buddies. And obviously we know, as you and Peter and I were talking about the other day, Tasha is a bit of a clown too, but I love yeah. her. And yeah. they're coming back from Michelle's season. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the thing about it, it's, like, if you're going on The Bachelor, you're a bit corny. No? Oh, Rachel Lindsay, love her, but corny as hell. Like, everyone going to The Bachelor <laughs> is corny, right? And you can't hate everyone. So, like... I, I, and I, I love Tasha. I was so fucking dedicated to Tasha's and I cried. Like, I was No, obsessed. but her season was also great. And I also watched every episode of Caitlyn Bristow's season. I, I, I thought that was a great season. No, I was very, like, back in the day. And there were no black people in that season. Could <laughs> not be, one. Couldn't be one. Um, <laughs> Brit, when we did not pick Brit, I think we got rid of all of them. But, uh, <laughs> do you remember that? That was so shady. That was awful. That was terrible. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. The fact yeah. that that was allowed to happen. Bad. Um, but yeah, I think with The Bachelor, like, I'm going to watch some of Paradise, but also I don't know if I can emotionally watch Paradise because once again, I'm just like, I'm just so tired of like watching black women like get fucked over. Same with Love Island, how I can't watch Love Island anymore. What's happening on Love Island? I haven't watched any of it. I just like know every time I watch Love Island, like they're going to get, they're going to have 
the, the five people that start off the show, right? There's going to be one dark-skinned black woman. And every single time, without fail, that person will never get picked. Like, it's just, like, I, it's, like, a bit traumatizing for me to watch these shows and, like, be a black woman and, like, watch black women get, like, fucked over. So I just, like, have to separate myself sometimes. I know Chelsea's going to go on this show and probably get fucked over. Chelsea, your neighbor. Chelsea. My neighbor. Yeah. Piper is also going on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's apparently with Brendan. So she'll be fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. No, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, that's the bachelor. Who do you think is gonna be the next bachelor? Have you been reading any of the discourse? Uh well, we kinda talked about this. Probably Tyler Cameron, no? Maybe. I mean no, they're saying hot, that but. there are three options. Mike I mean Mike Johnson should always be the bachelor. Mike Johnson should always be the bachelor. Um Michael A from this season. Everyone was so Andrew, obsessed no? with him. He's like the single dad. Oh, that was yeah, like yeah, yeah, not yeah. that cute that Katie was obsessed with, and he like left on his own because his son was like, "Did you hear this?" No. He was like facetiming his son, and his son was like, "I guess dad just doesn't want to hang out with me anymore." And, and then the he, dad was and like, then the, Bye. He cried, and he was like, "I have to go." I mean, I would because his same. wife died like last year. Oh my it's God. like really, it's really dark. I can't handle that. Andrew S., which like I need. I just think they need to, like, Matt James, sorry, I know people like him, but, like, they need to do a do-over with a black man. So, like, which one's it going to be? Mike or Andrew? Pitt. Exactly. I I think they're both. It should be Mike or Andrew, but it will be Tyler Cameron. I'm prepared. Tyler Cameron. I like Tyler Cameron, but, like. He just broke up with his girlfriend. Also, he just put out a memoir. I I honestly can't even dabble into the, the memoir. Oh, I have no interest in it. He did, I did read that on TikTok that he he had his entire speech that he had written for Hannah for the proposal in the book. The richer just, the rich just get richer, don't they? The richer just get richer. Um, and Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell are just hanging out in LA. I hate Laughing them. at everyone. I see, I've seen them like three times. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Which is honestly my favorite thing of this whole entire week. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> I'm Sally Mae and it's philanthropy day and my dress is from Shein. My earrings are from Kendra Scott. My bracelets are Cartier, but they're from my mom's closet. My shoes are Steve Madden. And I'm so excited to go to Zeta Thai. I don't even know the name. Zeta Thai. Were you in a sorority? Yeah, but I I only know like the ones at U of A and it was Kai Omega. Got it. Everybody wants to be a Kai Omega. Everybody wants to be. That's every sorority's chant. No, when I was at Loki, when I was, um, at the bachelorette party, it was all like girls that were Kai with me, right? Yeah. And there were so many things and songs that I like remembered from, and it was my, can I just, I know it's so annoying, but like we used to do during recruitment, which we're all watching, at the end of every day, like, or at the end of every set, right? So yeah. in recruitment, there's like sets. So like you get 30 minutes, 45 minutes to talk to all these girls, and there's so many intricacies, like, you know, can I, I don't know if I'm here. Yeah. Like, you know, there's people in the back room who are, like, matching you with people. You're right. right yeah. Like, very much, like, in, in the sorority. Know, please say all this, because I don't know anything In the sorority, there's, shit. like, basically you're ranked, right? Yeah. So, like, number one is the best recruiter, quote, unquote, which, like, she's great at talking. She's beautiful. She's, like, personable, right? So, like, you have your best recruiter, then you have your worst recruiters. And, like, you are ranked based on that, and you get matched with, like, people. So, like, if we want a girl to go Kayo, like, I wasn't the best recruiter, but... I can fucking talk, but also I'm black, so, you know. Um, but, so, like, I would talk to, like, like rush crushes or, like, girls that, like, we wanted in Kayo because, like, I know how to talk. But also, like, you're forcing all these girls who, like, 
don't shouldn't have to like be good at recruitment. Being good at recruitment is not a skill that helps you in life, no? So, like, it's just kind of crazy. Unless you want to go into HR. Right. But one of the the chants at the end of each set was, um, what is it? C. Oh, what is it? Fuck. C. I can't hear you. H. Oh, yeah. Go. Go, go. All the best girls we go. Kyo. C. I can't hear you. H. A little bit louder. I. Zeta, beta. Oh. Kyo, Vega. C. C-H-C-H-I-O-K-I-O-Mega, go, go, go. All the best girls, we go, Kyle, C. And I, those are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone. I was in a sorority, very much so. Did all the shit. We were, I was on exec. It was traumatizing. I got personnel like three times for like stupid shit. Oh my God. Truly, I got personnel for, I was in another what club. What is that, like getting rid of that? Yeah, like getting detention. Yeah. But like, if you're on exec, it's like not great. Um, but like I got personnel for like we had a philanthropy event and I philanthropy philanthropy as, event as what would Jimmy Buffett do says <laughs> justice for her yeah and I was in another club that had like an event that night like an initiation event and I went to that event and my sorority like personnel me and like I had to sit with the president who was also like <laughs> fucking her boyfriend in the room like yeah. and we didn't say anything sorry if you know you know um, um, I did see it I saw a TikTok today and it's like it was someone being like, okay, can someone who's in a sorority, like, explain to me, like, what these girls do if they don't get bids? And this other girl goes, they come to the bars with us, and we can dance on tables. <laughs> Ooh, at, at U of A, though, like, the thing about it is, like, they try to make it, quote, unquote, inclusive, which it wasn't, but, um, like, rarely people didn't get bids, like, at U of A, because the, the right. classes were, like, hundreds of people. Well, so, I like, think- my pledge class was, like, 150 people. I think, like... People drop, obviously, but... I think U of A, like, U of A, Alabama it seems like it's, like, maybe the most kind of, like, insane Oh, my God, it's crazy. Yeah. But, like, it very much is, like, before you start, like, I remember getting a Google Doc with, like, all the things I should wear. My outfits were so ugly. 2013 fashion was horrendous. I just, I, there was a TikTok that was, like, thank God TikTok wasn't around because it would have been, like, my dress is Charlotte Russe, my sh- shoes are Charlotte Russe. Wet my, seal. My statement earrings are Charlotte Russe. Yeah, for <laughs> like, any of my Arizona girls. My chunky statement necklace is Charlotte Russe. Literally, like... <laughs> Francesca's bitch, like, mm-hmm. all that shit. Um, but no, Alabama Rock, I'm like, how did we all get here? How did they, how did TikTok know that we would love this? I think it just, it's, it's a specific type of, like, fascinating. Because if you haven't been in it, you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, this I was is in another it and world. Like, and if you are, if you have been in it, you're, like, reliving kind of, like, those days yeah, for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you know what's going on, so you're interested in it. So it was like every kind of just, and then like those girls started making fun of themselves, being like, my jewelry is normal, y'all know. Like, <laughs> I know y'all hate it when when I say that, but whatever. And I don't know, I guess, again, it just was fun to make fun of stupid white girls. It was truly wild. No, I mean, it was wild. And I mean, I get it, I did it. Like, I was in the sorority, and when I was in it, like, I shade it now because I'm eight years away from it, whereas I'm like, when I went through recruitment, but, like, when I was doing it, it was, like, fucking the most well, important thing to, to me. It, I think it's also something that's so interesting about it is that, like, these girls, half, half of these girls aren't idiots. You know what I mean? Like, they know how ridiculous this is, what they're right. doing. And, like, I'm sure in the back of your mind when you were rushing, you were like, this is ridiculous. But I, ha- you have to buy into it. You have to you fully have to. buy into it and, like, embrace it and not give a fuck. So it kind of is. That's I think and something also it's like that's on so the fascinating campus, about like, it is that these these girls are just so earnestly doing this. Yes, 
you, and that I think is like when people are earnestly doing things that sometimes is when people find it the most fascinating right and it's like it's there on TikTok because obviously they're getting clout but like you know the idea is like when you're on the Alabama campus like being in the whatever sort you get in matters to them yeah and it's gonna what matter think regardless of TikTok what would Jimmy Buffett do getting dropped from all houses because she was apparently a bully in high school and but also that apparently she was like seen drinking or something yeah I mean, the thing is, it was my favorite. So I was. She was my favorite too. No, it's upsetting, but also like it's like it's not shocking. Like sororities are so like fucking judgmental, and even though you get in a sorority and the activity you do is drink, like right. Well, a lot of people are saying that she's half Latina, half. I think she's. I thought she's half black, but maybe. I mean, but I'm, I'm like. Sure. I mean, like, I didn't see all of her stuff, but I did just see like she's, she's a woman of color. Genuinely, with this situation, I don't think this was racism. I literally think like, and also people don't understand. It's like, not not me getting into sorority talk, but like it's not even like the chapters that decide. Like it has to all go through nationals, right? So like for example, a nationals issue when I was apparel chair. And I wanted to do these, like, OVOO shirts because, mm-hmm. like, Drake had, you know, the OVOO brand, or OVO, OVO, you know, OVO brand. Yes. And it was, like, the owl. And, like, the the national animal, whatever the fuck, of Kyle's an owl. So I tried to do these, like, cool shirts. And, like, Nationals was the one who told me I couldn't do them. Like, not my chapter. Like, I got wow. approved for my chapter, but, like, you have to get things approved through Nationals. So I'm guessing, like, with Michaela, like, Nationals also, like doesn't like it's just crazy like the shit is no i have heard of nationals because i mean like maybe i shouldn't say this i don't know i'll tell emily that i've told this story but the other day she texted me and she, she, she was oh okay she was in um delta z oh something. yeah delta zeta yeah or something like that um but she said that a net someone from nationals came from buck came to bucknell and like to like monitor their rush and she was from, like, the girl was from Auburn, and she, her review was that they were, like, ugly and they smelled bad. Yeah, no, that's... And she, like, like, wrote that in the review, and that they didn't, like, take it seriously. It's, like, fucking crazy. Like, when you think back to it, and like I said, especially being with girls who we all did it together, like, you unlock memories that you had to go, like, do. And my chapter wasn't even, like, I never got hazed, like, on earnestly. I was never hazed or yeah. any of that shit. But just, like, the idea of, like, being in a sorority, and, like, a lot of the shit got X'd out when I, or, like... Uh, they got rid of it after I graduated. Mm-hmm. But, like, freshman year, like, going on stage to, like, dance to fucking gas pedal oh sexually in front of a bunch of Grand. men at Pike Firefighter Challenge to raise money. That's the premise, no? God bless. Like, I can still do the dance. Like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. that shit was just, like, what you did. And guys, like, freshmen would come to your house, black the fuck out, and, like, serenade you dance. And, like, it was just, it's just crazy. Like, and in the moment, obviously, you're like, oh my god, like, we have a serenade tonight, I can't wa- wait to watch, like, fucking Fiji, like, be drunk off their ass and dance for us. But, like, as a 26-year-old reflecting on it, like, it's so fucked. Mm-hmm. But as an 18-year-old, I was lit. <laughs> you know? Wait, Emily was an Alpha Z Delta? Oh, we didn't have that at University I just want to get my facts straight. Bear down. But also, like, I mean, sorority life, or fraternity, whatever well, it's called. Green life is toxic. I was walking into my place of living, Kai Omega, and I got the N-word screamed at me by a bunch of frat guys. So. Mm. University of Arizona is perfect. Incredible. Yeah. College. Traumatizing. Okay. Lizzo? Yeah, let's get into it. Feelings. Go. Well, I listened to the song at midnight mm, on Friday. I know. I saw you doing it, actually. 
<laughs> because it was 9 p.m. for me, and I was on my computer, right. and I looked over, and I saw you listening to rumors, and that prompted me to listen, because I was like, oh, fuck, oh, it's out. Oh, the is not true. Like, yeah. it's, it's catchy, yeah. and it's fun. The first time, I, like, I listened to it, and then I went to sleep, and I was like, I wish that I wish this was different. I wish this was something else. It's fine. I've listened to it a, a handful of times since. It's gonna grow on me. Like I'm sure I'm gonna be dancing to it for the next like six weeks. Can you tell you something funny? Yeah. So, Tim, you know he hates not hates, but like, he doesn't like pop music. Mm-hmm. He likes this song. That's interesting, right? I'm like, and I was talking to some other people who equally don't really enjoy pop music, and they like this song. And I'm, I'm just intrigued by that. Well, it does But I'm someone who loves Lizzo, but I think this is a bit tired. Something about you and I, though, is that yes. we, love a, we love a beat drop. We love a beat drop. And this song doesn't really have one, necessarily. Not a big enough one. I think, for like, us. I think Lizzo is very talented, yeah. but I think this does not show that talent. And I also am this like. This is also the same as her. Like, this could have been on that last this was album. two years in the making. And this song would have been, like, in my bottom tier of her last album. Yeah. If it was on the last album. And it's not that it doesn't have, like, replayability. Like, I'm, and like I said, like I told you both, like, in two weeks I'll know every word to this song and yeah. anytime it comes on I'll be screaming it, right? But is it, to me, a good song? No. Like, no. And that doesn't also, mean I love Lizzo any less or doesn't have a great message. Like, hell yeah, do it for the culture. Like, hell yeah, do it for big girls. Like, hell fucking yeah, make us all feel we like we Lizzo. matter. We love Lizzo. Lizzo's like, great. It's amazing. She's a bit of a But is it a good song? She's great. No, and also, did it need Cardi B? Vera likes Vera, Vera likes do you want to speak about why you like the song? No, she doesn't. Okay, she, she doesn't, doesn't want to defend it. it. But Vera likes the song. Um, a lot of people like the song. It's not a bad song. I just want, like, when it's I just heard fine. it, I wanted more. It's fine. It's uh, fine. I wanted more. I that wanted album more. came out in April of, like, 2019. And not to compare it to someone. Who? Mag? No, Taylor Swift. But maybe <laughs> this is just the worst song in the album. Maybe. As in, like, you know, apparently, As isn't it a thing, like, Taylor, Taylor Swift can't. drops, like, bad songs first? She can't pick singles, yeah. Yeah, like, maybe this is, like, Lizzo was, like, oh, Hopefully. Cardi B's on it, which, what, But also, again, she picked good as hell. We don't need Cardi B on any more songs. I mean, that's our, that's our, um... And I'm not even a Cardi B hater, because Invasion of Privacy, as you both know, is one of my... It's one a of, great I fucking album. I fucking love that album. From start I to finish. Shit from start to finish, out. it's a great album. But Cardi B, her raps have been weak as hell lately, and this one was no different. I do think I'm it's so better. Tired. I think it's better than the one on Normani. I agree, but I'm so... Like, I get it. Cardi B, like, yes, bitch, suck dick, live your life. I'm so here for you and doing that. But, like, I don't need <laughs> any more raps about it. I'm sorry. I don't need any more. Mira wants to talk you now. You want to talk now. Okay, no, hi. you can cut this out, but I actually do like Rumors. I think it's a good song. But I also think that, like, to that point about the singles, I think that it's... She dropped this as a single and her, like, first single... In two in years. In the new era. Yeah. Because of the message, and I think we see a lot of artists doing that recently, where it's less about the production of the song and it's more about the message of the song setting the tone for the new quote era. era. Yeah. So I think that she dropped this less because it's, and I hope this is optimistic, less because it's the best produced song on the album and more because the narrative and the theme and the lyrics and the message of the song are setting the tone for what's to come in the new Lizzo era. And I think it probably satisfies that mark, right? Like this song satisfies that. But also, 
I'm sorry, but like if the song came on, if we played it right now in five seconds, you, I agree with yes, you. Yes, I first, agree. At first, I was a bit like, oh, this kind of sounds like every song Lizzo always I feel like in a circle. But then at the same time, I was like, I wanna do it it's good. Oh, no, it's God good. It's good. No, it's good. But well, it's like catchy. But, but this also, is the thing: like, like I think TikTok could be a detriment to me. Like whatever. This is if like it doesn't pop but. off though, the song like. If people are like, uh, it's stale, like they won't act like a lot of people will be like, okay, well, like I'm not gonna bother with the album. Like that is a thing. Like I'm not saying everyone will. Obviously, we won't, but that is why you have to like actually put out good singles, like singles that like will last. I also think like and I don't once know again if this with TikTok like, is like have the longevity. I think I got like a bad taste in my mouth because I heard the first thing I heard of it was like Lizzo, who has a beautiful voice, but her like shrieking, oh the room is not true. And I was like, but also, I don't think the I don't think the vocals are that good on the song. No, 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 I agree. I don't it's know. It's not I a just, showcase, and that's fine. But also, like, it's not a little Nas roll that I'm. The sorry. thing is, it is really like I know Lizzo had had but another. I think that brings up a really. I'm so sorry, I didn't. I wasn't gonna talk. I think that brings up a really good point though, because like I feel like it's not even about like everything I just said. It's like maybe scrap it because it, in the TikTok day and age it's not about the message it's not about the vocals it's not about any of that it's like about whether or not you've rolled it out in like a smart funny mm-hmm. way and whether or not it's like shareable no it's so true that song and as you said you guys saw maybe you haven't but on TikTok Lizzo is sharing every like bigger girl who's like dancing to the song which is like once again marketing I've also learned recently that like marketing people at labels like pitch tiktokers this kind of things like they pitch people to create the dances and do the things like it's just like it's just like all i mean whatever we all know we work in pr like it's like all marketing it's all pr but like i don't know like i just i'm just getting a bit like fuck i just want a song that's like a good song like i know it has to be great for tiktok and as i texted you both today i was like not i don't know what the fuck doja cat and Put in this song, but like it's crack. Kiss me more. That song uh, is literal crack. Same with levitating with. <laughs> um, it's fucking crack and like, but they're made for TikTok. No, like it's like these songs are great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just we the music industry is changing with TikTok, and it's interesting to see. We were talking yesterday about um wild, wild. What's it called? Hey, well, I want to say wild thoughts, but it's like wild side or wild wild side. I, I said I haven't. I barely crazy, crazy. pull up. I can do the dance. I don't even Fuck know. it up like oopsie daisy. But have you seen the TikToks where it's like no. someone's like the doo, 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 where like it's nasty, oh. and they're like when my mom gives me like stale bread or I don't really know, <laughs> and you like eat it. It's like doo, doo, doo. Um, That's funny. I don't know. I no, but I was just saying <laughs> that like I haven't really streamed it. Not that I don't like the song, but just that it kind of like came in and out really quickly. Yeah. Um, and then we were looking like, is it on the charts? Like, is it charting? Like, did Normani put Cardi B on this song for a reason so that it would chart? And it's like, Vera was looking at the top, you know, 50 global songs on Spotify or even in the US. And it was like, it wasn't even on there. Like it was in, in the top 10 were all songs from TikTok. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just like. TikTok is fully <laughs> changing the music industry and it's like interesting to watch, but. Which is why some of our faves, quote unquote, Gaga for someone we all love, like. Chromatica meant the world to us, but... We listened, we did a full listen-through on the drive home last night, and it was fucking iconic. It's an amazing album, but, like, was it on TikTok? Rain On Me had a moment, but, like, people, like, just, like, the younger generation, like, Doja Cat's album 
is doing well because every single song has a TikTok dance, has a TikTok moment. Literally, like, you, if I don't go on TikTok, I'll hear, get into it, yeah, or um, anything. Like, all of her songs are on TikTok. Kiss Me More, everything. I mean, Kiss Me More came on in the car then, and then literally the three of us are, like, waiting for the... Or the baby, <laughs> I need to know, all of it. Doja Cat's full discography is on TikTok. No, fully. And, like, and she's, you know, and that's why she's so big, and, like... Yeah. Meg Thee Stallion, like, every song she comes out, got shit, had a dance immediately. Like, it's just how it is, and it's crazy the way that it's changing the world. But did you see um, Lizzo was crying last night on, like, TikTok? Because people were saying people her songs were being, No, because pe- people were being, like, fatphobic and, like, awful to her. People suck. And I'm it's, like, it. that's that's just what sucks. Is cause, TikTok like, Lizzo, is a great Lizzo place, is but it's so, also so fucking scary. Lizzo like, is so, like, great and so, like, liberated and so is just, like, I don't give a fuck about that stuff. But you know, like... As much as I've been sitting here for the last ten minutes saying I don't really like the song that much, like it's fine. Like I'm gonna listen to but it. Also, I've been people streaming are it. So brave but on TikTok, their comments. I would say like, you know, she comes out with this anthem about like, you know, like fuck everyone, and like she's like so empowered. But at the same time, it's like immediately, you know, she's a person. <laughs> at the oh end my of the day. god! And I think people forget that so much. And like you said, like on TikTok, people are so mean. Like. I just don't understand people who comment mean things. Like, this may sound so naive and shit, but, like, and I do my little tweets where when I don't like something or, like, but yeah. like in a joking way, but I'm never, I never, like, find myself ever, like, typing something that's, like, outright cruel and people actually being, like, completely, like, horrible to someone on the internet who's, like, just a person is, like, really fucking awful. No, and it's, like, it's funny because I always go to the comments to see what's ever happening, but, like, if, like it's just... I don't know. I mean, the, the, another question I have is, like, do you think <laughs> that TikTok has... is going to have, like, the Vine edit? Like, do you think it's going to be big for, like, another year and then go away? I don't know, but did you see Yik Yak is back? Oh, no. You remember Yik Yak? I do remember Yik Yak. Apparently, apparently you can download Yik Yak again on the App Store for the first time in, like, five years. Nostalgia. And Crazy. that's the worst fucking thing that ever happened. Oh my god! Yik-yak. College and Yikak. People yeah. like posting like people's names. Like I just saw you like walking, and you look like awful. Shit! Like you look gross. This girl was doing the slut sh- or what's it called? The walk of shame. Walk of shame takes picture of her. Yeah. Like bad. Yikak oh my god! Oh my god! Ooh! Yeah. This is the thing. Like I feel so lucky that like our age group, like our very small sliver, missed the height of social media. In all of these different eras, in all yeah. these different ages. Like, I feel like we missed it in high school. And, like, even in college, like, I feel like it wasn't, Instagram wasn't even, like, what it is now. Like, I'm just grateful. Snapchat. I, I feel like I was more on Snapchat when I was Oh, yeah, I love Snapchat. Yeah. Or, yeah, college. But. And, like, fucking Tinder was created during our, my freshman year. So, you're yeah. a sophomore? Crazy. Okay. Anyway, I wish the best for Lizzo. I really do. I do too. I think and I know. Be I good. know. In I just, two weeks, I'll just be like, "Yeah, I'm listening to rumors all the time." As we always it's, do. It's, it's an earworm. It's like catchy, and it'll get inside your head and everything. But, um, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping that the album has some more tracks that I will like better. Agreed. Anyway, um, should we do a Go Girl? Give us nothing for the first time in a minute. We should, and our Go. Ooh, not the wine hitting. It's a bit no, but the Go Girl give us nothing of it all. It's hard to say. Go girl, give us go nothing. girl, give it's us three. not a thing, and it's two different <laughs> couples that have been exposed in recent weeks. Which I'm like, keep it. <laughs> uh, Austin Butler and Lily Rose Depp, Timothy Chalamet is shaking, and Jack Antonoff and Margaret Margaret Qualley, who just seems to be dating <laughs> everyone. 
<laughs> like, her name just... She just, like, is dating people to keep her name in the press, it feels like. Which, like, she was in the Tarantino movie, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie, and, like, she's, like, has a lot of roles lined up. So I'm just like, girl, why? Also, she's nepotism. The only thing I care about that's related to Jack Antonoff is Lord's album or whatever. Lord's yeah, it's coming opinion. out this weekend. I love that. Um, but, yeah, also, like, Austin Butler, like... These choices. Now, you know, I have a, you know, I mean, Vanessa Hutchins told people they're going to die, which is terrible, but she's a very nice girl. I know. You like her. I do. And I, I think that that Austin I Butler, really I think nice. that Austin Butler uh, breakup wrecked her life. Like, she will not be okay. She's dating she's that still, weird Yeah, but she's still not player. okay from the Austin Butler break. Oh, Austin sorry, Butler man. and L- Lily Rose Depp, just so bizarre, so random. He, he was, like, dating someone. She was dating someone. She was dating Timothy Chalamet like five minutes ago. They were back together. They were in New York like Timothy literally Chalamet. a month ago. I guarantee yeah. you in like five weeks, it's going to be like Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya dating. Just because that's what she does. She always dates her co-stars and she never actually really dates them, but I feel like it's just like press. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Jack Antonoff, like, you can't find someone your age to date, buddy. Sorry. She's like 20. Who? Speaking of, just got a call. All right email the no beauty people and i'm like they're listening um anyway just go girl give us nothing with these couples that we want nothing to do with give me more benefer 2.0 whenever you get a chance um universe that's all i have to <laughs> please say. universe that's all i have to say agree one episode <laughs> <laughs> it always gets chaotic at the end. Um, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We love you dearly. If you haven't left us a review, please get on that. I mean, like, let's fucking any fucking do it. day now. Um, we love you. We love bringing the news to you. And as always, <laughs> love you, Meg. Today, love you, G. <laughs> you have to get. Out.